welcome to the Fit Mind Collective Podcast, where we are crushing our limiting beliefs and facing our deepest fears to gain the freedom and confidence of creating a life and business that you love. I'm your host, Kenzie Ann Smith, a dedicated divine energy enthusiast and mindset coach. We are sharing real stories of influential people that have fought their way to creating their own life story. Are you ready to create your new life? Sit back, relax, and let's dive into this episode of the Fit Mind Collective. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, episode five. And today is Saturday. I'm actually getting back in the groove of creating more consistent content for you guys. So I know I talked about that on the last podcast podcast episode of, you know, just getting organized, having that schedule, having a promotion schedule for, you know, whatever theme or topic that I choose for the week or that you guys choose for the week. But I'm back on my Asana game again, and I think I've used almost every single organization tool like that you could think of. So like Trello, Asana, Asana twice, or this is probably the third time I've tried to use Asana, Google Docs, uh, my calendar. I'm still using my calendar, but I've tried so many things to get myself organized and to move from a physical calendar to something more digital that could be spread across my phone my laptop um, and just trying to be more digital I guess I love my planner and trying to separate myself from my planner has been the most difficult thing I think I've ever tried to do I don't know what it is but it's just something about writing down and writing out my schedule, my to-do list, it just makes me feel so good, you know? So I have to become more of a techie, get more digital. Um, I think my boyfriend's more of a techie digital type of uh, person, so I'm trying to get on his level of organization. But, you know, as my business grows, I have more systems in place. I definitely need to keep track of everything on a digital platform. So I'm back on my Asana game. I have my calendar, hence why I am creating this podcast episode on Saturday for you guys. It'll come out Monday and then also be promoted on Wednesday in my newsletter and also on social media platforms. So if you are not part of my newsletter, I will leave the link in the show notes below and it's just it's a free subscription type where I do monthly master classes Q and A's like this well now Q and A's are going on my podcast so everyone has access to them but you'll be the first to know about podcast news courses coaching uh, blogs, anything like that. So if you want to stay connected to me, I would absolutely love that. And uh, again, I'll leave the link in the show notes for you guys to click on and join the Fit Mind Collective monthly. Um, and then secondly, since this episode is coming out on Monday, August 5th of 2019, which is when we are starting our five-day free coaching event and I decided to call it from dreaming to achieving and this is where we talk all about clarifying our vision setting goals implementing a plan and then building confidence around that as well and 
it's all about why you're not reaching your goals or all about why you feel stuck or you feel unclear. You know, if you're a person like me, then you are someone who is dedicated, someone who has dreams and aspirations, someone who really wants to get a hold of that success train and then never get off. But as of late, you could be feeling unclear. You could have multiple paths that you need to take. You could have, you know, different directions that you just need to go with your life and in your business. And this is what it's all about. I wanted to celebrate um, my business page reaching 400 likes uh, two weeks ago now. So I've been promoting this five-day free coaching event because I want to give back to the people that you know, support me, love me, care about me. And right now we have a good amount of people in the Facebook group. Um, So I'll drop that also in the show notes below if you would like to join. We start on Monday and then you'll be able to watch the videos in the Facebook group for free, but they will eventually be going on the FitMind Collective course shop once it's done. So I'll leave them up for about a good week afterwards. You get a feel of my coaching, my techniques my coaching strategies and things like that so if that's something you're also interested in like I said I'll drop that in the show notes below but enough of the promotional aspect of this let's get straight into the Q&A and I just want to say thank you guys so much for you know putting in the questions taking the time to really think about them and then sending them in to me because this is the biggest Q&A that I think I've ever had to host or put on and I got like 12, 13, 14 questions. I can't even count them but I might have to split them into two, like two groups of Q&A. So um, I'm going to start with five questions today and I hope that I will be able to get to the rest of them in a second Q&A which I might post you know, next week Or I might post on Friday. So I have no idea when that's going to come out. But that will be filmed ASAP so that we can get everybody's questions answered. So the first question is, where do you start your entrepreneurial journey? And for me, you know, everyone's entrepreneurial journey looks different. When you want to start a business, when you want to start a coaching business, you want to start a blog, you want to start a podcast, everyone's is going to look different. And I... Me personally, I didn't necessarily have, you know, all the systems in place or the email list or like I really didn't have anything like that. So for me, I definitely started from scratch and I myself thought about my vision. Where did I want to see myself? Where did I want to take my coaching business? Because I first started out as a health and fitness trainer So I was helping people get in shape. You know, you can scroll all the way down to my Instagram and see like workouts from me. I was doing the workouts like any fitness Instagrammer would. So freaking cliche. But that's where I started, you know, and I've always had a love for coaching and coaching to me like I used to do gymnastics and I did gymnastics my whole life through college and coaching to me was just something that came natural, giving people advice came natural to me. I loved coaching. I loved helping people with their journey. I loved helping people, you know, gain the confidence that they need to take that next step and to go that way. So that's where I started personally was just forming a vision of what I wanted to do with 
my life, not just my business, but my life. Where was I going to see myself in three years, five years, 10 years? You know, when it's all said and done, that's your big picture vision. And you always want to come back to that as well. But I started there and I thought, you know, my life will look like supporting other women and just helping them gain the clarity, gain the confidence that they need in order to live out their best life. You know, a lot of people say, help you live your best life and help you be successful. And that's really what I wanted to do, like speak in front of people, help coach people to just be the happiest, healthiest version of themselves. So that's how it started for me. And then you go on to your mission statement. So now I have one mission statement that I use in my business And it can be super personal. It can be, you know, you share it with other people. Maybe I'll share it on my Instagram one day. But then you go into your mission statement and then from there you create goals. So it's not really about, at first, it's not really about the systems that you have in place because you can always implement those systems later. But it's about the impact that you want to have. It's about changing people's lives. It's about touching lives. And that's what's so important. So you have to really... Fix your heart first because if you're just going to chase money, everyone says this all the time, if you're just doing it for the money, it's not going to come as fast as you want it to because it's not that easy. You have to build rapport with, you know, rapport relationship with the people that are um, around you. You have to build your network. You have to build those third ring people that only know you as a coach. So you have to start reaching out to people. But it's really just dependent upon you, your heart, your values, your goals, your vision of yourself and of your business that is where it's going to all stem from. So you really need to think about those things before you can start any type of system. So that's question number one and I, you know, I hope this helps because I feel like sometimes people are really disappointed in what I have to say because it's not like a quick thing. It's not just like a, oh, do this and you'll be a business owner or do this and you'll be successful, do this. And that's why my coaching packages are three months long because it's it takes time things take time and I think that's one of the biggest things that I also struggled with too when I first started my entrepreneurial journey is that I thought that this shit was gonna just pop like I was like man I'm gonna help so many people I'm gonna do this and it's like it's like I felt like two months in I was like well what the hell like why is nobody supporting me why is nobody like commenting on my posts or you know resonating with what I have to say and it all takes time because you have to put out your podcasts your blogs your IGTVs your captions your Instagram stories there's so many things that go behind you know creating value and really getting that out to the world so these are not like get rich quick schemes or you know get successful quick schemes because it takes time things take time all great things take time you don't see a flower budding just in one day like it takes time it needs nurturing sunlight water you know things like that so I you know I'm giving it to you straight I'm giving it to you real in this podcast and that's what this is about okay so the second question that I have is how do you develop a more positive mindset So I'm going to take you through the process that I've done in the past to take me from, you know, such a shitty circumstance to the complete opposite in such a very short amount of time. I'm talking about like a month's turnover. And it was so easy for me to just flip from 
this place of darkness and you know uncertainty and just not feeling like myself um, and feeling like I'm kind of alone to a place of abundance wealth um, having the dream job having the dream apartment by myself and things like that so the first thing that I did was I went back to my faith. I went back to my source energy. I went back to God. I'm a believer myself. I believe in God. I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Um, So hear me out. If you're an unbeliever, that's totally fine. This can still apply to you because we all came from something. We all were created somehow. And Whatever you believe in, when people say the universe, source energy, the divine, it's all the same thing. They can be interchangeable. God, you know, it can be all interchangeable. And I've always believed that, you know, there's so many religions on this earth that it's basically all the same things. Like, yeah, some people are a little more radical than others. Some people are more traditional. But at the end of the day, we all believe in a creator that has created us to be on this planet for a certain reason. So hear me out. Um, But I went back to my Bible. I went back to my roots. I grew up in the Christian Lutheran church. Very traditional. Um, I went to a Lutheran high school and that's just what I've always been dependent on is my faith and God and having him guide me and create a path for me as well. So I went back to my Bible, my studies, um, And that was something that really helped me out because it was just reassurance that I'm not alone. I'm not going through this journey alone. And most of the time when I felt like I didn't have a positive mindset or I felt like I was off the path and didn't really have anything going for me, that was when I thought that I could do things on my own. You know, I thought that I could like move out to California and not have a job and rely on other people when really I should have been relying on my decisions and the path that was set out for me by God. So that's kind of where that is taking place is, you know, coming back to your source energy, coming back to the universe, coming back to the divine and just saying, okay, I'm not alone. Like I got, I got some fucking backup here. So that's the first thing that I did to develop a more positive mindset. And then the second thing is huge. The second thing is having gratitude for the things that you already have. So when you think that you're alone, you think, oh my God, like I'm totally not where I want to be. Like I just, I suck. I'm so down. And I actually just had a friend that texted me the other day and was going through the same thing and he was just like you know I feel like I'm just so alone I feel like I'm down I feel like I don't have anything going for me and the more you want and the more you think about the things that you want they seem further away so you're not having gratitude for the things that you want now you're thinking about the things that you want constantly and that's holding you back because Your brain is going, I want this, I want this, I want this, but it's not taking your subconscious mind to a place of aligned action. So when you're grateful for the things that you have now, one of my favorite things that I say all the time is nobody's coming to save an ungrateful soul. Nobody's coming to save you. No one's coming to lay down that path for you if you're not grateful for the things that you already have now. You know, like why would you why would you have more why would anybody give you more when you're not even grateful for the shit that you have now so um and that's just that's just real 
You know, you have to be grateful. You have to, you know, the coffee that you drink in the morning, the water that you have to drink, that's that's clear. And you can get your water from the tap and have a filter on that tap water and get clean water. You have a cell phone. You have a roof above your head. You have food to eat. Think about it. Like some people in other countries don't even have food to eat every fucking day. You know, and that's just so disappointing. It's not even disappointing. It's sad. It's sad that we are sitting here and we have roofs over our heads. We have food on our plate. We have water to drink on the daily. Like it's not even like a periodic thing, like on the daily. Like we're set up for success here. And a lot of people miss that. So without gratitude, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to be a better, you know, person. You're not going to be a better spouse. Like, None of that. It's not going to happen for you. Your dreams aren't going to happen for you because you're not grateful for the things that you have now. So I encourage you off of going back to the divine and going back to, you know, your maker, the universe, go back to that. Start practicing gratitude. One of the things that I did every day until it became habit that I would just like look around and have the feeling of gratitude in my heart every day I would write down 10 things that I'm grateful for that day. And when I first started out, I was so miserable because I couldn't think of things to write down. You know, I, th- I thought the world was so against me and I thought that everything was happening to me instead of happening for me. You know, I, I never would have known that I would have finished my degree. So being on top of the world, finishing my degree being excited to moving to California to having you know a family member totally just backstab me and then I'm hundreds of dollars in debt and you know depressed and upset and you know just going from that super high to that super low that was really shitty and this is like one of the only things that helped me to see the big picture And then on top of that, that same summer, this was last summer, on top of that, that same summer, my grandmother died. So imagine trying to pick yourself up, trying to have a better life for yourself when so much tragedy is happening happening around you. Like my grandmother was our world. And so for her to pass away so unexpectedly and me being across the country, that really changed my perspective. So it could be a lot worse for you it could be a lot worse like the other people in the world that don't have the same luxuries that we have in our life and if you can't think of anything to write about what you're grateful for number one you woke up today number two you are breathing now those are two things that you could write down that you are grateful for because life is truly a gift and you can't just sit there and waste it thinking about the what ifs thinking about the negative side of things and what you don't have you know your life could be taken from you today or it could be taken from you tomorrow so it's super important that we lean into that gratitude lean into that love of the things that we already have and then you will see opportunity arise you will see your mindset starting to shift but those are the two biggest things that I did to help me develop a more positive mindset and see the big picture vision and not just the things that I don't have. All right, it is getting real. I didn't even think that it was getting real. And these questions are totally like, like I haven't even written any notes on them. Like I'm intuitively 
coaching right now like I'm thinking about this as a coaching session I'm intuitively coaching from the back of my head from my own dome so this is getting real really quick and if it's too heavy for you I'm sorry but that's just um, how I feel I'm really passionate about this and some things are super personal for me and that's why I decided to you know be a mindset coach be a business mindset coach um, just to help other people help other women and it's something that I love to do you know if I could do anything for free in this world this is exactly what I would be doing so that's a little bit on that but it was getting a little long we're almost like 20 minutes in um but the third question is how to recognize one beliefs are limiting so for me and of course i always speak from personal experience because i can't speak to anyone else's experiences but mine so how to recognize one's beliefs are limiting wow hmm this is a good one because I didn't even know I had limiting beliefs until someone else pointed them out. But then as soon as someone else pointed them out, I was able to see other limiting beliefs that I had. So the one thing that I always like to do, the one example that I always like to give is money. And I know money is a huge, huge trigger for some people because it always seems like there's not enough of it or it always seems like you're living paycheck to paycheck. It always seems like, you know, there's never enough to go around, but it's being printed every single day. So the way that I recognize that this was a limiting belief is I would always get upset every time that I had to pay a bill, every time that, you know, there was a money problem or a um, unexpected bill or circumstance came up that had to deal with money I would cry like I would bawl my eyes out because it was just like too much for me that's what I would say it's just too much I can't I can't deal with it it's too much and that's how I realized I realized one day that that was a limiting belief of mine because I was living in the same old patterns of every single time and every single time I would get emotional every single time I would get upset every single time you know I would cry about it and it it wasn't until I was with my boyfriend and then I had kind of realized that the things that my mom was saying about money or the things that my family was saying about money, I was saying about money too. And I always talk about like breaking generational poorness curses, breaking the pattern of living paycheck to paycheck. Like that's the goal that I'm on. That's the mission that I'm on. And so I can't do that if I'm stuck in old patterns and old ways that have been passed down from my childhood. So I knew that this was a limiting belief because I realized I was saying the same negative things about money that I've heard go around in my family. And that's just not how I want to live. Again, I looked at that big picture vision. I looked at what I wanted to see my life as and that wasn't aligned with it. It didn't feel good. That was not an aligned thought pattern for me. That was not an aligned action pattern for me. So I had to break that. And I remember I was sitting on I was sitting on our couch and we were talking about money and you know, I think something had to get paid and I was automatically I got into that mindset of, "Oh my gosh, like 
super emotional just like you know you know the you know what i'm talking about when you think about money and then you like oh like you just sink like your heart just sinks you're you're just like oh shit like how am i gonna pay for this i got into that like attitude i got into that action pattern that thought pattern and then i remember i i stopped myself in my tracks i took out my journal and i wrote the affirmation on a single page i wrote out something along the lines of like money is energy and it comes to me when i need it most i closed my journal and that was that i let go of my thoughts i let go of of any type of emotion that i had towards the situation and it was at nighttime and then i went to sleep and then the next day when i woke up i was sent 200 dollars by a family member and that was crazy to me because just the day before i was like trying to change my thought patterns which it's it's still like a continual journey like everything is it's a continual journey until it becomes habit so i was just like sitting there and you know i woke up and i had this money in my account and i was like oh my gosh like holy shit that actually worked you know and that's just one example of it there are so many other examples that i could use of money specifically but it wasn't until like a couple months ago that I actually realized that money was a real limiting belief for me and I had to change that so I've been really working on my money mindset and working on how I view money how I treat money how money is energetically attracted to me because you're either attracting it or you're repelling it so think about that just for a little bit Um, but it's not about money limiting beliefs it's about all limiting beliefs so But that's just my experience is I realized that it was taking a toll on me. It was taking a toll on my thoughts and my actions and my emotion, really. So if something's overtaking you, then it's probably a limiting belief and you should probably get that checked out. (laughs) You should probably talk to somebody about that because uh, limiting beliefs can hold you back from a lot and success is definitely one of them because when you have limiting beliefs, you're playing small. You're playing like not your best because you have this limiting belief of like, oh shit, like this is really, I can't, like I can't do this. You get into that mind frame of you can't. You get into that mind frame of this is holding me back and you're basically telling yourself that you're okay with it and that's not okay. Like you need to be able to break out of that so the next question is how do you work through limiting beliefs so like i said what i did was i stopped myself in my tracks and i wrote down in my journal that affirmation of you know money being attracted to me when i need it the most but it's all about repetition you have to keep going you have to keep doing things that are going to reinforce you to change your thought patterns, reinforce you to change your emotional patterns, reinforce you to change your action patterns. So affirmations are great, but if you don't actually believe the affirmations, then it's not going to happen for you. So you have to really face the limiting belief head on. And that sounds really like, oh my gosh, like I wouldn't even know what to do, but everyone's triggered by something. And if you feel like you're stuck in a pattern, you're stuck in that action, then the first thing that you need to do is realize it. It's like when you're in like a drug addiction place or what is it, alcohol, 
Alcoholics Anonymous, I think, um, or Narcotics Anonymous, um, the first step is always admitting it. So the first step in, you know, working through limiting beliefs is just acknowledging it and knowing that you have this trigger that you need to get rid of. And then the second thing is changing your thought patterns, changing your action patterns, changing the pattern that you have been doing over and over and over and over again when this trigger comes through. And the the way I like to explain it, because it's a lot easier, is, you know, if you have an ex-boyfriend, for example, and he wore this this single cologne and, you know, that smell is attached to him and every time you smell it, you go back to the thought of your ex-boyfriend. It's the same thing with a trigger. So with me, like money was such a big thing because I would always go back to the mindset of scarcity. I would always go back to the mindset of lack, go back to the mindset of being fearful of not having enough money, not being able to pay my bills, not being able to enjoy my life. And that that's huge, you know? So you have to acknowledge the trigger and then you have to change the patterns around it. There's no way around this. And it's about changing your patterns on the daily. It's about implementing systems and implementing action plans and exercises for yourself that when you get caught up in that thought pattern, you get caught up in that action pattern that you're able to chop it off at the head and keep going with your life the way that you want to keep going. It's about you. It's about what you want to keep doing. It's not about what was in the past. It's about what's to come in your future. You're setting yourself up for the future. And that is so important and something to remember. Because this is your life. This is who you want to be. Life is all about creating, recreating, reinventing yourself. I just talked to a woman yesterday. She's 65 years old. And she said that she's reinvented herself so many times. From job to job. From being a wife of 22 years. You know, right out of high school. To being a newlywed or being someone who's with a new husband for 23 years now, she's had to reinvent herself so many different times. And I think that is so beautiful because that is just a testimony to like the never-ending cycle of life. Like your life just doesn't end at one circumstance. Like life keeps going. And you're not stuck where you are because you have the ability to change that. You have the ability to live your future the way that you want to. But you have to do the action first. You have to do that aligned action. You have to do the aligned thoughts. You have to do the aligned exercises. There's no way around that. And that's continually doing them every day, every week, every month, you know. Setting goals just doesn't come easy because you have to do them every quarter or every month, every year. Like having that big picture vision and it's not going to come true unless you think about it. You know, your energy will go where energy will flow where your attention goes so if you're always focused again this is going back to living in lack but living in lack if your attention is always there in the lack stage then you're never going to get to the abundance stage because that's what you're focused on you're focused on people not signing up for your courses you're focused on people you know backstabbing you you're focused on the people that betrayed you you're focused on you know that one relationship that didn't work out you're focused on that on the abusive relationship that you just like don't want to leave 
you have to be able to break out of that. You have to be able to step out of that and start living your future the way that you want to start living your future because this is your life. You know, you only get one of them unless you believe in like reincarnation, but um, I don't. So (laughs) you only get one life and it's so important for you to take those limiting beliefs and toss them out the fucking window. Just like be gone with you. And that's so important to do. And that was a great question. And I absolutely love like with my one-on-one clients, I love working through limiting beliefs. And people think it just takes like, oh, we're going to work on limiting beliefs for like a week. Like then we'll just be done with them. Like no, like limiting beliefs could take a month. They could take so long to get over. And then things start creeping up where they're like, oh, I didn't even know that was a limiting belief. And I'm like, yeah, sister, like we got to get over that shit. But that was a great question. So grateful that whoever asked that question. Oh, so grateful for you. Thank you so much for that. So I was going to answer one more question, but we've already hit the 30 minute mark on this podcast and I want to keep these podcasts short for you guys because, you know, we're all busy. Life is busy. Life is crazy. Um, And I could go on for hours about these topics that you guys are talking about and you ask questions on and I'm so grateful that you asked them, but I think I'm just going to cut the podcast off here. Again, if you want to join the free, the Fit Mind Collective monthly, that would be great down in the show notes. And then also don't forget that the five day free live coaching event from dreaming to achieving is going to be happening starting Monday, August 5th, 2019. If you're watching this in the future, you can probably still join the Facebook group because it's probably not going to close. I'm probably going to change the name and turn it into like the Fit Mind Collective. Um just for the people that you know want the master classes and we'll switch over master classes from zoom to facebook live i think that would be a great idea wow having having business epiphanies on the podcast right now but i want to thank you guys so much again i have an outro for this and i always forget that i do but if you could leave me a review on spotify or apple wherever you're listening to this if you could leave me a review I would so appreciate it you know trying to grow this podcast trying to be consistent with this podcast and that's what I'm trying to do just get the stories out there get the Q&A's out there get all the value and the knowledge out there so if you ever feel called to do so please go ahead leave me a review be my friend on social media xkenzieann at xkenzieann And I would totally appreciate that. But I hope you guys have a great day wherever you are, morning, noon, night. And thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. And I will catch you guys all on the next one. See you guys. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Fit Mind Collective. If you feel ever so moved, please take two minutes to comment something amazing and share this episode with those who need it most. Remember to dominate your day and make it your own, and we will reconnect in the next episode. Bye, guys.